0: This is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley, and dead best friend, Derek, and you're listening to New Release, a movie podcast with a time-traveling twist. Ashley, first off, welcome back.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Second was, off. Long time I, uh, No, That's enough. Yeah no, yeah. no more formalities. No more. <laughs> that, was your, <laughs> that was your big welcome. Um, let's get right down to business and uh, have you take us back in time
1: all right oh yeah we're strolling through the mall it's packed psychics are everywhere and then oh boy there it is the smell of teen spirits (laughs) and fresh popcorn in the air what's that say what's that say on the marquee oh right ghost now playing in a theater near you yep it's 1990 and we're taking you week by week through the best year ever for new movie releases Set your calendars to July 13th, 1990, and join us as we discuss our 27th movie so far from the steamy kind of year.
0: All right. Yeah. Ooh. So we're going to be talking about the iconic movie Ghost, starring Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore this week. And um, the only thing to report on the Derek front is that there's nothing to report. It's a slow week. Derek's just been chilling. Um, what? I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been so
2: chill. Yeah, <laughs> that explains I was it. Like, yeah, Damn. he hasn't done anything. He's he alive. His room. Yeah. Wait, oh. you guys, you guys can hear me?
0: Uh, yeah. Guys, yeah, hey, could, you can. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, we can we can just kind of anticipate when we think you might be saying something, but the audience can definitely <laughs> hear you. So yeah. if our timing is <laughs> off, that's because Derek is no longer with us in mm. in body, but in spirit. And soul, he certainly is. Oh. Um, so yeah, um, without further ado, let's start the show. Oh,
1: my love, my darling, I've for your touch.
0: An experience to share. <laughs> that came in a movie that came in deep. to remember. Ghost, you will believe. You better. <laughs> that guy was scary. I was um, gonna
1: say, yeah, I was gonna say when you hear the trailer, you don't expect that voice, and then it sounds like a horror movie. It
0: just was it. so, it was so hard to find clips for this because all the iconic scenes were just songs playing. Like that trailer, was just the song "Unchained Melody." Mm-hmm. With like that little bit of announcer, announcer voice. Um but anyway, Ashley, what was your history with the movie Ghost or you know, Ghost in General, perhaps?
1: Um, no history with this movie at all. Well, very minor history. I've never seen it before this. Okay. Uh but I do remember the scene where they're like molding the clay the sculpture together. And I thought, since I've never seen it, I thought he was already a ghost. I thought the whole scene was him (laughs) being a ghost, like helping him shape this clay. And that's how she knew he was there in my head.
0: That makes perfect sense that you would, you would think that, and you've probably everyone, even if you haven't seen this movie, you've probably seen something that has parodied it. I think it was, there was a family guy scene, a community scene, Mm -hmm. a like naked gun parody of it. One of the sequels. Um, it's, it, or you've like heard someone describe it. Like it's, it's the most iconic uh, individual thing about this movie. And frankly, uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to jump right into our discussion because um, sure. I don't have been a long, I don't have a long backstory with it either. Um, I had seen it one other time. And so the pottery scene, it's actually legitimately sensual and aerobic i think and clever it's a creative like it, if you kind of want to make fun of it there's plenty to make mm-hmm. fun of but the the positioning let's just kind of describe the logistics of it do you want to describe like how their their bodies are positioned in re- in relation to the po- the pottery tower <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're basically molding a dick. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to beat around the bush. Um, so to speak. Um, It's your dick. (laughs) Well, it's gooey. It's wet. It's spinning. It's the, that song is phallic
1: shaped. Yeah. It's,
0: it's like, he's reaching around, uh, Swayze's reaching around Demi Moore, um, shirt off, tight jeans on. Um, she's wearing like a smock or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they have this like really cool automatic uh, jukebox thing, record player that like pulls out the record. It's all it's all lit up and glowing, and she's doing this at like three in the morning. And he just wakes up from from a nap in their new beautiful loft apartment and comes out there. And it just like I assume most people that went to see this movie knew he was going to die. I'm also very curious about that, um, but you after this like you know minute long scene you are really rooting it accomplishes what it needs to accomplish you want you believe them as a couple you believe Mm -hmm. that they're in love with each other and it's something that no one else had done like you could do it if you're trying to do a sex scene in a pg-13 movie by the way yeah um you got to get creative and i thought it was very creative
1: yeah i thought it was it wasn't it wasn't cheesy it didn't come cheesy to me which i liked um I also thought that he was going to be dead the whole movie. Like, I didn't know there's this whole, like, 30 minutes before he dies. I, I just... A lot of assumptions came into play before watching this.
0: Yeah. I wanted to try to kind of research more. I mean, it's in the trailers. So, in the movie was, like, a slow burn at the box office. I mean, it would end up being a giant hit, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like everyone saw it the first weekend. So, you... People... I don't know how many people could have possibly gone into this movie not knowing that Swayze was gonna was gonna die and become the ghost in question. But yeah. it's still shocking when it happens, because like you said, you get that you get that build up to it. Um, and then when they're I don't know, what did how did you think uh, they the, the kind of effect they use after he's killed? Um, did you were you kind of like surprised by how the, all that goes down?
1: Yeah, well, I didn't okay, I knew who was supposed to be the ghost, but then the way they portrayed the scene, I was like, wait, did she die? And I thought maybe she got shot, but he's just like looking at her from his spiritual, his spirit self. Yeah, um, yeah I thought it was really well done.
0: Yeah, so, I was yeah.
1: impressed. Definitely impressed. Tricky, but impressed.
0: Yeah, they get, they get confronted by what seems kind of like a random mugger on mm-hmm. the street and he fights him. I mean, he kind of has to. It's, uh, we find out because it was a plot that they were going to definitely, he wasn't going to be able to like, you know, get away without a fight. So, mm-hmm. um, but he does confront the guy and there's a, there's a, uh, uh, physical altercation back and forth. And you think Swayze's got the upper hand, but eventually the guy shoots him and it seems like Swayze is going to be okay. Cause he's running after him. Yeah. He runs after him, but then he turns around and sees his own body on the street and we we, were it's revealed kind of to the audience that the person you saw running was the spirit yeah um
1: super tricky yeah
0: it's really i mean it's like it's low tech in terms of the the effects aside Mm -hmm. from a few a few moments like at the end (laughs) um but i just thought it was so cool how they executed the whole the whole ghost concept Mm -hmm. like just have him in all the scenes as a normal actor looking normal Occasionally, he like walks through stuff, um, (laughs) but nobody can see him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, maybe it's obvious in hindsight, but I don't know if any other movie had kind of executed it that elegantly up to up to this point. You would imagine them wanting to, like, constantly put some kind of
1: glow around him or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: Like something to indicate that he was a ghost. And did he have the opera? Like, did he make a conscious decision? to not go into the light or whatever yeah. at the start? Okay. Yeah, because he well, saw it works. and he was
1: like, I'm good. No,
0: yeah. I think he was just
1: like, I have to figure things out first. I'm not ready to leave. So
0: yeah, it's like the most, you know, one of the most classic metaphors of or explanations if there are ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts, by the way?
2: Yeah,
1: definitely. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, I remember when we were kids, you were pretty uh, easy to frighten.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you have a little sister. It makes sense. You try to scare yeah. me all the time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but like remember Becky or whoever like told you about the concept of Candyman or Mary. Yeah, uh, terrifying. Mary? Yeah.
1: And yeah. I had nightmares watching Beetlejuice we watched Beetlejuice when I was a kid and I had nightmares for like months. Right. Beetlejuice is scary for a child.
0: Oh yeah. I mean it's sick looking. I mean, like the yeah, yeah the creature is or the Beetlejuice is, is a very disturbing. But yes, <laughs> I believe in ghosts. Okay. Um other life. Derek and I were, uh, well, you know, bef- be pre-deceased. Derek were camping recently. Uh, Is that how he died? It could have been, yeah. Honestly, I yeah, we were in separate, separate vehicles, so who knows? Um, but yeah, we were sitting around the campfire telling ghost stories, and some people have had some, uh, some people we know have had some pretty dramatic experiences. It was, it was cool. Uh,
1: have uh, you to, have you seen a ghost or heard a ghost or I, felt a ghost?
0: I I want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> much like, uh, 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 Fox Mulder, or much like, you know, Mulder and, um, Scully. yeah. Well, she doesn't want to believe I always, oh. I'm not an X-Files person, so I might be mixing up that metaphor, but much like the, the creepy dude in the trailer suggested, um, I do believe, but not because of firsthand, not mm. because of very convincing firsthand experiences, mostly just because I like movies with the supernatural element. So, <laughs> and I think life's more interesting if, you choose to believe in those type of things versus just being skeptical of everything.
1: Um I have so, a ghost story. Uh, really, let's really quick though. Sure, let's hear it. Um, when I was staying with my friend's parents in New Jersey, I used to sleep in their guest room and that's where their grandfather used to sleep all the time before he passed away. And one night I was staying there and the door was completely ajar, like there wasn't any, like there's no air coming through, there weren't any windows open and just slammed shut like in the middle of the night and woke me up and I like stood up and I was like, what's going on? And so like I opened the door and like no one was there and no one was awake. There's no breeze. So that's my story.
0: Wow. Ooh. Yeah. And, like, and I told Kristen, I told my friend
1: about it and she was just like, yeah, that might be our grandfather. And I was like, oh, okay.
0: How was he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: nice. I don't know. He's probably like, get out of my room. But...
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the other trope like about ghosts and this one included. There's no real... Um, there shouldn't be any expectation that they're malicious ghosts. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess what we see in this movie is that if you are, uh, stuck in this limbo period for too long, you are going to eventually, I don't know whether the guy on the subway was already disturbed and crazy, but he said he had been there for a long time. And if he wasn't before (laughs) being a ghost for 20 years, kind of not being able to connect with other people, um, is uh has to take a toll on your mental uh, mm-hmm. Well, i was
1: hoping he would at some point in the movie during the movie go somewhere like they would go back and be like he went to heaven or he something you know i felt kind of bad for him
0: it was yeah i mean he was he, he was just straight up scary during mm-hmm. the first encounter but then you start to like him when swayze tracks him down and kind of does a little mini like training, uh, <laughs> training <exercise>. montage, yeah, <laughs> with him to figure out how, because he sees. So in this like one scene, Swayze is a ghost. He knows like nobody can interact with him, um, or see him. But he can, you know, but we see him, and and uh, he sees other people in the world, and so he's on a train, and all of a sudden someone starts screaming at him. Get off my train. Get <laughs> off my train. You're not welcome here. Yeah. <laughs> and and chasing him. And at the end of the chase, the guy like smashes a window. Um, Did you, when that happened, were you like, was it clear to you that the ghost smashed the window or did you think something else happened?
1: I didn't think that he was a ghost.
0: Oh, but you just thought he could like see dead, like six. I thought he style. could,
1: yeah, I thought he could see dead people. Yeah.
0: And like, I know he was like
1: messing with people on the train at some point. I don't know if it was the first scene or the second time he saw him was it the was the first time he saw him was he messing with people in the train I don't really remember um, which
0: one. or he, he just told him to get off the train
1: yeah I he was I just saw, yelling at him
0: he just started yelling at him because he recognized another ghost like in his territory
1: yeah so I thought that he could just see ghosts and he was like I'm here like get out of here I didn't know he I didn't recognize him as a ghost until the second interaction
0: interesting I I can't remember they do it a couple times throughout the movie where ghosts meet other ghosts actually no they do it right at the in the hospital scene. Yeah. That's my favorite ghost. Yeah. There's an old man. Um, uh, well, what did you like? What did you like about that guy?
1: He was just really sweet. Yeah. (laughs) And he was just waiting. He was waiting for his wife to like pass away in the hospital so that they could be together.
0: Yeah. That was, that was pretty, that was beautiful stuff. I kind of, Mm -hmm. I almost forgot about that moment, but the movie does a really, it does a lot of little things like that to establish the rules of like Mm -hmm. what, who can see what, what, how, how the ghost things work. There's like a warning from that older man that doors can be tricky or like make sure you zip through doors. But if you zip through a person, um, it's going to take, it's going to really drain you of energy. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can, they even do like, they gradually introduce new powers or abilities throughout the movie. Like ghosts can possess other people or possess living people. But the drawback is that it just like, sucks all that. You, you can't Zap do anything some. else after that mm-hmm. for a while. Um, unless you have the stamina of Swayze and then you can immediately fight. Uh, it
1: took him a little while.
0: It did take him like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just one <laughs> uh, minute.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. And so the movie kind of hinges. I want to talk about some of the other characters in the movie. Um, like Whoopi, of course. But yeah, it kind of hinges on this, to me, more Swayze uh, relationship. We talked about the pottery scene, but what about her? Like for most of the movie, she's kind of stuck like n- in denial for obvious reasons that there's, that her husband's ghost is still around. Um, so how did you think of her? What did you think of her side of the story? Cause we get to see it from Swayze and her perspective, basically.
1: Yeah. I thought, um, let's see her side of the story. So, I mean, I feel like she was pretty believable. Like I'd be like, there's no way like he's, I mean, I believe in ghosts, but I don't even know if I would. if like you got if Derek was like, "Hey, I'm dead." I don't even. I don't know if, what I would. <laughs>
2: hey, I'm dead. I
1: believe it or not. Hey, I, I, I believe really it. Am. Yeah. <laughs> um, so her not realizing it for a while makes sense and being like completely like dismissive of it until all those like facts come out from Whoopi, who's a fake but real
2: psychic.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's play. Um, let's play a little clip of Whoopi and then talk about her character.
2: What do you think you're doing to me? Hey, look! If you think I'd come all the way down here for my health, you're out of your mind. Sam's dead, okay? He's dead. Tell her I love her. He says he loves you. Oh. Sam would never say that.
0: Ditto. Tell her Ditto.
2: That was Ditto. Ditto.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping yeah. that clip
1: would be, would make it to this podcast. It's so good.
0: Yeah. That well, that was like one of the the few. In uh, the emotional music swells. Mm. One of the few um, dialogue heavy scenes that, that made sense to, to, to play because, like I said, a lot of the romance is like <laughs> uh, her acting with a ghost um, and not yeah. talking to them. But what's really so what's really fun and cr- uh, clever about Whoopi's performance is that half the time she's acting as a she can she can interact directly with she can hear but not see um Swayze's character so she is a medium in the literal sense between um dead people and living people she's been her it's a her whole family has mm-hmm. like uh psychic powers but she had never had an actual uh real psychic encounter yeah until, she's been a con artist for yeah, years yeah no need to sugarcoat it she's been like He's
2: surprised I mean you guys can't hear me but Drew paused so yeah. <laughs> she's surprised
0: that she can connect with this ghost, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep. She's, she's like disturbed. She's not just like, she's in the middle of a different, uh, a reading for a different person. And he walks in, um, He just kind of like sees like a psychic building when he's walking by and like, Oh, maybe that's a, maybe I should check that out. And he's <laughs> mocking her. Cause she's just doing this big, like this big ceremonial uh, performance about connecting yeah. with the ghost what was his and, what
1: was yeah. his friend's name Maurizio Maria Mullah, she went on like 20 people's names yeah. she's <laughs> like oh yes Maria Maria she's like oh she's speaking to me now yeah was like, this is absurd
0: and she's taking advantage of very gullible yeah. people that want to believe like mm-hmm. they've just they're in they're in grief and and experience trauma and so yeah she um gets she's able to convince them but all of a sudden It's real to her, but she's also not like very excited. I mean, you heard it in that clip. Like she's not very excited to be stuck in the middle of this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this ghost and uh, his, his former wife and lover. Um, But she reluctantly with a lot of um, uh, Swayze, like keeping her up all night singing uh, and, and various like harmless haunting tactics convinces her. help him and you know does little things it's kind of like in a a romantic movie where the person has to like prove that they remembered little details Mm -hmm. uh about the the other person um to prove their love i mean he has to do it to prove that he's like real around Um, (laughs) yeah that he has he feeds whoopee information that she would have no way of knowing still though Demi Moore's character is understandably very skeptical. Um Well, and she goes, yeah.
1: well, and she goes to the police and they're like, "We don't have any rap sheet on the guy that Patrick Swayze reveals to be his murderer, but we have a rap sheet on on Whoopi Goldberg's character for being con artist." So then that right. like, sets her back a step. She's like, "Wait, wait, wait, like how would she know all this information?" But then maybe she found it out like I don't know, it's pretty tough.
0: Yeah, and it's part of some some con. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she turns her back or, you know, closes the door on Whoopi for the most part. But then there's the whole, like, um, then there's this whole subplot. I mean, do you want to talk about, like, the ultimate, um, you know, kind of murder conspiracy that his friend is part of as some kind of uh, financial embezzlement plot? Yeah.
1: Okay. So his friend Carl. Okay. Well, there's a couple holes in this plot but there's this friend carl who embezzled embezzles money for like four million dollars from all these different accounts into this like one account so he has this other guy kill sam played by patrick swayze in order to get the mac code which unlocks the four million dollars into the from the account so he can embezzle it and have it for a drug dealer i didn't understand where the money was going
0: because I mean- Oh right. Like because you know, was... they
1: mentioned they mentioned like a hot a person like up above like they, they owed money to, but then they never talked about it again.
0: Right. If he didn't, I mean, obviously he lost. He was gonna get a cut, presumably. Yeah. That was his part in the and then he got cut. Oh yeah, he got several cuts. He got right chopped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um cut by an epic, like uh glass Shattered glass collapse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that was cool and and gruesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, in a good way so yeah uh, so yeah like he's working with a very seedy character the 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 guy who um, uh, killed Sam and and you know implied that he was gonna or at one point seemed like he was gonna sexually assault uh, Demi Um, just just and there's all these scenes where um, that are very tense because Demi Moore is um, being like uh, stalked by someone or something is going on and Swayze is there, but he can't mm-hmm. do anything about yeah. it except scare the cats into jumping on the, the attacker's face. Clawing and, him. Yeah. And clawing <laughs> him because cats are scared of ghosts apparently, and they can kind of sense them. So he could, he could occasionally break through from the spirit world into the real world with in little moments like that. And then mm-hmm. eventually he would full on learn how to like Fight. punch people And move stuff. Yeah. So starts with uh, like
1: sliding a penny and then he's like throwing things. So,
0: (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's like grabbing the guy and throwing him around the room. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was interesting. Um, But, but yeah, the sub there, there was like a stretch maybe in the middle ish, middle to to later two thirds of the movie where it drags. I think it's a Mm -hmm. a pretty, it's a long movie. Yeah. Um, But for the most part, it was just a really intriguing love story with this, this never seen, or, you know, kind of like original, um, ghost angle that, that kept me interested the whole time. Um, Ashley, do you have any theories? Uh, I just read kind of, I read an article from the future about how much of an outlier, box office success this movie would go on to be. So I just finished reading an article from a future publication about what an outlier success this movie was at the box office. It was the highest grossing movie of all time. Um,
1: and the most rented video cassette of 91
0: and the most most rented video cassette. Um, up to that point, it was the highest grossing movie other than E.T. And, um, what are you do you have any theories Ashley for why this movie was such a breakout hit and you know without any kind of like based on famous IP or anything like that?
1: Um, it's a weird movie. I think maybe that's why it just doesn't it's not your <laughs> traditional like rom-com or like there's a little bit for everyone because yeah. even like the death scenes are pretty gruesome. And so that we like have a little bit of like, kind of like that horror and there's comedy with Whoopi Goldberg, who's an incredible actress in this or in general, but in this movie, she won a bunch of awards. Um, And then you have Patrick Swayze, who's coming off of like Footloose and all this other stuff. I don't know. And Demi Moore, who's- Dirty Dancing. Oh, sorry. The other one. I was like one of those (laughs) dancing movies. (laughs) Um, And then Demi Moore, I don't know if she's really that famous at maybe St. Elmo's Fire, but that was like the eighties. But yeah, I think it's just because it's a weird movie. Yeah, just picked up speed. Like people saw it and are like, "You should watch this." Like it's kind of odd. <laughs> like I think that was like
0: the yeah, you're right. There's like there's probably two major components going into it. It was it was sort of female focused or female forward, and it's mm-hmm. in it's marketing and and sort of its genre. Um, you know, like it's it's a romance more than it is a supernatural movie. But it's the the thing that makes the romance so unique is that that supernatural component. And then, um, the, just the fact that like you could convince pretty much anyone to go see it, but it had enough of an adult angle with the, with the things you're describing, like disturbing kills Mm -hmm. and, um, sensual pottery scenes. (laughs) I mean, it honestly might just take one element like that for, pre-internet when you can't just like watch the clip one on youtube like what like to get people to go to the theater like you have to see the movie because there was this crazy pottery scene and and x and you know
1: well and patrick uh, swayze was like your non-traditional heartthrob at the time i still think he's really weird looking yeah i see why people like i just like don't get his face i don't get it but (laughs) i I know people
0: I guess we have similar taste, at least in this this one in instance. Men. Yeah, in this one instance, I was googling pictures of him in Point Break because I thought that was earlier for some reason because he looks so good when he has long hair, and he looks so good in that movie. Um, and he probably looks good in in Dirty Dancing, but I don't really have like a strong mental image of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this movie with the short, he has like an awkward haircut that really accentuates kind of the like foxy nature of his face. Uh, yeah um, yeah so yeah I'm with you I didn't I wasn't I didn't think he was like super hunky mm-hmm. but and it, he also has a weird acting style like he's just he's not that charismatic in my opinion
1: yeah it's like he's like a a failed action star like he wants to be like excited and like over the top but then he like reins it in and it's like too much reined in it's a weird I don't know
0: yeah I yeah, mean no. overall
1: I like really love this movie so it's no like I'm not like putting the movie down. I thought it was a great movie, but his, yeah, his acting and his face is weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 with you. I left this movie. Let's talk about let's talk about the ending real quick, and then uh, we'll go to the uh, poetry shop. Ooh. So, for after this confrontation with his friend, I mean, what's crazy is, of course, you know, his friend. In addition to having uh, Swayze killed. He is also going to move in on his wife. I mean, because he's the type of person that would start a conspiracy to kill his best friend in the first place, and then threaten um, to kill his wife. Yeah, and then threaten to kill his wife, and then you know try to romantic, you know, take advantage of her romantically so he can get the the passcode or whatever. Um, so they have. So <laughs> there's obviously, sense. Swayze wants to wants to kill him um, yeah. <laughs> and successfully uh, drops. The or throws him through glass and the glass, and they're again, they're like a uh, 20 foot, uh, beautiful loft uh, building uh, crashes into Which, his chest. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then he gets drugged to the bad place. Um, so there's good, there's good light that takes you to heaven, and then there's dark, scary creatures, uh, shadow creatures that drag you somewhere else.
1: <laughs> and the sound that they're making, because it's a terrible sound.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, it's the sound of babies crying played really slowly backwards.
0: Oh god. Which is oh, even ew. more
1: scary, even to know that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This creepy as wow Ugh. That's brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's very disturbing. And then we get kind of we get a scene with Whoopi um while possessed with Swayze. We get then she's able to. Uh, Demi Moore is kind of able to interact briefly with her uh, ex-lover, her dead lover, um, and then at the very end, we do get kind of a more special affecty scene where Swayze is shrouded in light, and then uh, and then they kiss, and then he he is pulled into the heavens. Heaven. Um, yeah. Did you like the ending?
1: I did. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, what do you expect I'm, I was hoping he wasn't stuck there forever. It's like, well, he finished his stuff. He should be able to like go up to heaven and have kind of like a conclusion. Um, and he gave them both like, he gave like whoopy, like a heartfelt speech. And to me, and I don't know, they wrapped up really nicely. Minus the infamous drug dealer that's still around somewhere. Because I feel like there's like a higher power and they just glossed over it.
0: Yeah, did he not get killed? He got hit so by a car-, car.
1: Well, Carl and Willie did, but Willie was like working for Carl, remember? Oh,
0: you mean the guy who they, whoever they were embezzled Yeah, Willie got for.
1: smashed to shit by two yeah. cars.
0: <laughs> last last thing we forgot to mention, I I wasn't sure of the timeline no. of this in Sister Act, but it turns out Sister Act comes out later. And yet there's a very crucial scene in the movie where after they successfully get the $4 million out of the, of the secret account um, that was embezzled, they just have the check they they sign over the check and hand it to some nuns on the street so
1: (laughs) but isn't it still so this four million dollars was embezzled but doesn't that mean people are still missing money like it's not like they've solved that problem
0: it just means that there was a fake person in whatever in their account and so that money was going to go to someone bad presumably okay so the bad person is missing money and will be very pissed but the bad
1: person took the money from good people where did the you, money come yeah, from exactly and then they so, just gave it to nuns i was like well people are still missing like i mean that's fine whatever it's yeah everything. yeah yeah well it'll, <laughs> it's
0: paying it forward it's the only it's the, maybe the best not, way to pay it forward <laughs> yeah it's it's gonna eventually trickle down to <laughs> yeah to do good in society but no i just thought that was some interesting foreshadowing with Whoopi and nuns mm-hmm. i thought yeah. sister
1: act was so it's sister act the first sister act was after 1990
0: yeah yeah it's like early 90s uh, Oh. Yeah, because I thought they were intentional. It's 92. I thought because there, there's another scene, I think when you're first introduced to Whoopi, there's like um, church music or, or orchestral music playing. So I thought they were intentional homages, oh. but this they weren't. So, I mean, it's just a big coincidence, or they knew that she had interacted well with nuns before, and that's how she got, she got the part. Um, Interesting.
1: Yeah, well, she got the part because Patrick Swayze really wanted her to play it.
0: Well, I mean the sister but, act part.
1: Oh, that part, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> she, <laughs> proves, she proved she she could do it with this one scene with nuns in this movie. Um, so anyway, that's that's pretty much. We both uh, like the movie quite a bit. We'll talk about it some more um, after a break. But before the break, we will enter the coffee shop for Ashley's poetry corner.
1: Ooh, okay. So there's a little poem about the movie.
0: Nope. Dude,
2: there's, can you guys
1: hear me? What's going on? Do you have a ghost in your,
2: what's going on? Are you double ghosting? Can you hear me? Are you guys able to hear me? Okay. I'm finally able to connect with you. Uh, Poetry corner. Go ahead. Okay.
1: Well, one (laughs) of the lines might be false now because of the whole sister act thing. I didn't realize it was that year, but the rest of it's good. Poem about ghost. Sam Wheat was murdered by a guy named Willie, who was hired by Carl so he could get a Millie. Carl funneled money into a bank account and hoping no one would figure it, his plan out. Good thing Sam's ghost came back to make things right and found a psychic, Oda May, to help him with his plight. Odor moved the four mil and gave it to the nunnery, which should have happened with Whoopi and Sister Act 1, 2, or 3.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> um, I didn't know they came out. Through, <laughs> through Odomay, Sam got his girl, Molly, to believe he was back and prevent her from another fateful attack. William Carl died and were dragged to hell with while the shadows engulfed their bodies. As they let out a yell, Sam was called in the, Sam was called into the white light after his good deed was done, giving Molly and Odame peace of mind while both thinking Sam is number one. <laughs> it's fine.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank it's, you. Thank, thank you. Thank goodness we have poetry cornerback. Um, we missed it last week. Jamie's drinking rules were fun. Um, I, yeah, I listened. I listened. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, That's that's a wonderful summary of the movie, Ashley. I think after that we could all use a little break from our discussion of ghosts. While we tune our dials to NR ninety for new release, new release, new release radio. Yeah, I'm sorry, new release.
1: Yeah, it's for babies. A
0: dead baby ghost. Oh. This is where we give you a taste of what's happening this week back in 1990, starting with a hit tune. That very sensual song you just heard was Rub You the Right Way by Johnny Gill, moving up three spots to number seven on the Billboard Top 100 for the week of July 13th, 1990. 1990. <laughs> Ghost Derek is haunting the podcast this week and haunting it well. Ashley, what the heck is happening in news or pop culture this week?
1: Well, the police finally arrested Dart Man on July 11th in New York City. He stabbed <laughs> over 50 women with darts. Let's so.
0: hear a clip. <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> the police say tonight investigators claim they've captured the man who's been shooting women in Midtown with darts. But that doesn't erase the fears of some women who are convinced they were attacked by the Dart Man after the arrest. <laughs> Tappy Phillips is what? the latest on this bizarre story. This is wild. Police arrested Jerome Wright today after three Dart victims picked him out of lineups. Police spotted him in Midtown as someone who matched the description of Dart Man on Wednesday and took his dart. name and address. They called him and asked him to come down to the Midtown South Precinct yesterday. Wright is a messenger, so he was on the streets in Midtown frequently. Police say he is on probation for a drug conviction, but have no idea why he may have committed the Dart attacks, except to say that he has a history of mental problems.
0: Uh, I'd say so.
1: Dart man, huh?
0: Okay. Yeah, Dart man. Well, just huh. when we thought the streets were safe. Um,
1: <laughs> so I know we talked about Ghost being a silent sleeper, but did it make the did it make the box office top ten?
0: Oh yeah, it made the top ten. Um, okay. But it did not make number one in its first weekend. So um, Die Hard Two, um, hmm. which we watched without you, made yep. uh, fourteen million and held on to the number Drew's one tree spot. corner. Yeah. yeah two <laughs> lines oh you, you guys heard that <laughs> hey <laughs> um i mean we're not we're like responding but those are just unplanned responses to you know assuming when you're chiming in we're really really intuitive um so yeah Die Hard number one dh2 uh ghost number two just behind that with 12 million this movie would go on like It would go for 17 weeks dropping only 10% or less, or some weeks like gaining and then dropping a little bit. It just is going to like, we're going to be hearing about it for the rest of the year in the box office report, basically. Um, That's how it ended up at number one. Wow. So yeah, the, one of the leggiest movies of all time, they say Um, days of thunder at number three with 8 million and an interesting uh, re-release of the jungle book at number four. With oh seven million. Yeah, they do huh. they they still do that now with some movies, but they rarely like crack. Top. Yeah, crack the top of the box office. Um hmm. so yeah, that's the box office report for this week. Now we will move on to everyone's favorite segment on new release radio rank, the blank. Pew 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 Ooh. so rank the blank is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personal favorites. This week's topic, pretty broad, dead lovers, not pretty broads. Sorry. It's a pretty broad topic, <laughs> pretty broad. And the topic is dead lovers. Um, pretty broad. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, uh, Dick, not breathless from Dick Tracy. So we have, um, do you want to read some honorable mentions before we get into our choices, Ashley?
1: Sure, like a billion vampire movies. Yeah. Um, Micho <laughs> Black, My Boyfriend's Back, Zombie with Zombies, uh, City of Angels, and Just Like Heaven. Oh, and I, oh man, I missed it.
0: You missed one that you wish you picked.
1: Yeah, it's okay.
0: Yeah, this is again like a very if you if you factor in vampires, all these different like subgenres yeah. of uh, dead lovers, you could go in any different in a, a bunch of different directions with this. But I think we're going to actually stick pretty close to the um, uh, well, at least most of us are going to stick pretty, pretty close to the source movie. So we've got Patrick Swayze as a ghost in Ghost, of course, and uh, probably like, you know, one of the definitive dead lover movies of all time. Ashley, do you have something that could top Ghost?
1: Beetlejuice.
0: Mm, Say it more. Nope.
1: Beetlejuice, 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 Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, one of my favorite movies growing up, even though, as I mentioned before, it was terrifying as a kid, but as an adult, it's still really good. Um, but yeah, it's about a couple who have their car go off a bridge, and then they realize they're ghosts, and they want to terrorize this family to get them out of their house, and they use Beetlejuice for help. Yeah. But, but it's a really good like love story between them. You can tell they like really cared about each other, and then they died together, and they are like trying to navigate the ghost world together through a handbook.
0: Yeah, that's a. This is an interesting angle. I mean, um, you get two ghosts for the price of one. I mean, yeah, it's not like a. Uh, my movie is more similar to the the ghost model, where it's uh, Rooney Mara and Casey Affleck. Come to think of it, this movie um, called A Ghost Story is probably more uh, like somewhat of an homage to Ghost, but done in a very like art house way, mm-hmm. um, rather than having Swayze like. Um, Just there in his same clothes as an actor. They have a person who was actually Casey Affleck in a sheet, like in the most stereotypical, like ghost uh, costume you could imagine, but it's not cheesy. Like this movie is, if you're not into like emo indie art house movies that are in four by three, like square uh, (laughs) ratio with like uh, a very soft, soft, Uh, piano music playing throughout the whole movie then I could see people making fun of this but I absolutely love it it's it's beautiful good cast and and it's basically just her I mean it's her like he's writing he's leaving notes for her in the wall and so that's kind of how they communicate um and she's it's a movie obviously about her grief and letting go and um trying to reconnect with people again after losing uh her lover so
1: when she lets go, do the notes stop?
0: The notes do eventually stop, yeah. yeah.
1: Spoiler. So, Just
0: kidding. Yeah. Uh Derek, do you have a choice Ooh. for us?
2: Ooh.
0: Ghost Derek.
1: <laughs> Ghost Daddy Derek.
2: Corpse Bride. By Ooh, Tim nice.
1: Burton. Yeah, that's a good one.
2: His third stop animation uh motion picture. And yeah.
0: Definitely, I mean dead lover of course yeah. and a bride mm-hmm. um and i think we have a nice range here so we have like i feel like ghost 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 is the most straightforward like romance in terms of like the portrayal of the ghosts ashley's has like two dead people interacting with beetlejuice who's just the the most like extreme character of any of <laughs> these um mine which is like the art house version and Derek's, which is the, the stop motion animation kind of like, you know, creepy, but, but heartfelt, uh, version. It's going to be hard to, it's going to be hard to rank these. Yeah. Yeah. We have the full, the full range of ghost styles, Ashley. Um, Mm -hmm. let's start with ghost. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: I think, I think, uh, I think ghost is like one or two because i feel like well okay i've never seen corpse bride so i can't rank that really well and i've never seen a ghost story but i think the actual portrayal of ghosts is really interesting the way they do patrick the way patrick swayze is introduced into the movie as the ghost and i like their love story a lot you can tell they care about each other it's very sweet i never cried or i never like teared up during beetlejuice i teared up during ghost
0: Beetlejuice yeah. is too far on the kind of... It's too even, extreme. It was, it was scary when you were a kid, but now it's like very funny and, and mm-hmm. like on the silly end of the spectrum. Ghost, that's what I mean. Like with that pottery scene, that encapsulates how something, when you describe it, that could sound so cheesy mm-hmm. actually is very effective. Um, and now Ghost yeah. Eric has entered, um, <laughs> entered our computers, which we don't have. Um, so ignore that comment. Whoops. but, <laughs> um, I mean, we can have whatever we want from the future cause we were there and we can bring it back, but yep. regardless of that, um, I do, I I'm kind of with you. Ghost is a precursor to all of these. When did Beetlejuice mm-hmm. come out? That came out perhaps earlier. I don't uh, know.
1: Yeah. 1988.
0: 1988 yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Beetlejuice gets some credit for that. The one thing I wanted to say is, um, does do you, did you have any problems in Ghost with the logistics of why he can sit down on things but he goes through other things? I ignored it. Okay, yeah, you yeah. have to. That's yeah, such a so. dumb that's one of
1: those things you can't like look at and be like, oh, why didn't he fall through? Like, just yeah. kind of, you just let it go.
2: And at one point, I mean, you guys are probably just paused, like you're not talking right now. So I get to. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, how, yeah, how does he sit in a subway car? Yeah, and, and why doesn't yeah. he just, like, go explore the Earth? <laughs> well, can he, like, like... Like, take an airplane and go there. Or unless he falls out of it. But he takes the subway, so...
0: I, I You, know, you I, know what I mean? Does that make I sense? Think, yeah, it makes sense Ooh. to some degree. I, I think I can explain it, though. Like, he's basically zero, he's on earth. zero gravity. So, mm-hmm. like, he could hold a um, chair squat. Like, say I'm sitting in a chair right now, <laughs> but I there's no chair there. I'm just... He, there's nothing it's he doesn't have to use any strength to do it so he, he,
2: he could take an airplane he just he is... could take an
0: airplane but he has to take he has to get in the airplane in the first place he can't float but right. he can just levitate he just where be. he is yeah so i think he could step off of a building and just stay there or maybe he can choose on that plane or yeah. no maybe that doesn't yeah that i doesn't... don't know whether he needs some kind of support or not um <laughs> and you know maybe he can choose when he wants too, to like baby. zip through something, but uh, he can also choose to just levitate on it. Well, he has like pushes way through there. doors
1: and stuff, so maybe yeah, uh, he just selects what he wants to and what he doesn't want to. Yeah. Go
0: okay. Through. Well, I'm glad we solved that. Um, we won't hold it against it. Not um, you probably rank haven't, these suckers. You haven't seen my movie, correct? No. Um. It makes I it think... really hard for me when I haven't seen.
1: Yeah, half the movie. That's four. fine.
0: Um, let's. I think Ghost deserves to be first. Um, yeah, I agree. Derek, do you have any um, thoughts on yours versus mine or yours versus
1: Beetlejuice? (laughs) Ghost it
0: is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to say, I mean, Corpse Bride and Beetlejuice, they don't cancel each other out, but they are a little similar in tone. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm not going to fight too hard for mine because uh, if y'all haven't seen it, you would have to, to see it to believe it. Um, I was so going to say
1: warm bodies that been my change. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah,
0: yeah. I think we kept we stuck to ones that are similar enough to compare. Yeah. Um versus like trying to compare ghost to zombies. To zombies. Apples <laughs> to oranges. Um mm-hmm. So ghost first, uh BJ second. Yeah. Um ghost story third or corpse right third?
1: It's up to you guys ghost
0: story it is derek's dead so <laughs> i went um, <laughs> well you get third so yeah. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah i went third i went second <laughs> to last um all right we have a winner ghost Woo-hoo! starring patrick swayze as the titular ghost derek you have a clip for us <laughs> This is the pottery scene you can't see it but you can picture it molding stuff yeah.
1: and then they accidentally it wasn't supposed to fall down but that was an accident so they just kept it
0: oh really yeah it was kind of fucked up i mean they, <laughs> she didn't seem mad but yeah it wasn't supposed to yeah he wasn't supposed to destroy her art <laughs> yeah well he's like oh is that a masterpiece and she was like hopefully not <laughs> smash it
2: yeah
0: <laughs> But yeah, that song plays during the pottery scene. It also plays during the final goodbye scene um, as he's getting pulled up. And that was, I mean, I'm sure this movie kind of like made that song a hit again because it was in all the iconic moments of the movie. So so yeah, that was Ghost, Unchained Melody. I guess that's it for Rank the Blank this week. And it's time to sign off on new release radio. But before we do and give our final thoughts on Ghost, let's listen to a brand new track debuting at number 90 on this week's Billboard Top One Hundo.
2: You know so cool.
0: Could be off the soundtrack. <laughs> Lost My Love Forever. That was Thanks. linear with Don't You Come Crying. Now back to our future presentation. Ashley, what is the early buzz on Ghost?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, people like it a lot, but it's more of a word of mouth thing. So it is a weird movie. So it makes sense. Uh, But people enjoy it. Critics, people, everyone likes it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will read you a little bit of it critical reviews um, ghost contains some nice ideas and occasionally for whole moments at a time succeeds in evoking the mysteries that it toys with
2: okay.
0: which is
1: kind of harsh a little harsh yeah and that was by Roger Ebert so he didn't love it <laughs> which kind yeah, of surprised the, me
0: the reviews were lukewarm mm-hmm. um, at best yeah you got any more
1: yeah um, let's see the movie slogan is believe, which we didn't really even touch on, which is fun, but anyway. Yeah, they say um, that a lot. <laughs> not an unreasonable request, but even those who'd be happy to comply must get past ghost one casting jaw dropper, a certain wooly mindedness to its script in a production Predified to the point of stickiness.
0: Well, that was a very pretentious review. It was Damn. woolified? <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, a certain wooly mindedness.
0: What was I what I don't even know what they're saying about the cast.
1: One casting jaw dropper. So maybe there's talking about Patrick Swayze being in it and being the main.
0: Or Whoopi.
1: Or Whoopi. But she wasn't really, she wasn't that famous then.
0: Well, that's what I mean. But maybe oh. that, like, she was a surprise. Oh, And yeah, Swayze yeah. was a known, a known quantity. Um, I don't know. Maybe Demi was a uh, surprise to, like, the extent that she had this, this kind of range.
1: Yeah. Um, the producer was really, ex- was, wasn't, didn't want her in the movie. And then they went with her because she could cry out of both of her eyes. So,
0: they they do use that, um, so.
1: <laughs> and she cries out of both her eyes throughout yep. the whole movie. So yep.
0: not just a one eyed crier, Well one eyed that. crier. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> not a cry baby or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> one <cheer>. Oh right, <laughs> good. yeah. Good uh, uh, but as far as awards go, Whoopi Goldberg stole the show. Um, She won. She became the first actress to win Best Supporting Actress at the Academy Awards, BAFTA Awards, and Golden Globe Awards for her role in this film. So she just oh wow,
0: clean won sweep. everything.
1: Yeah. Whoop, Which whoop. Is, yeah. yeah whoop will whoop, Is that what you try to do <laughs>
0: whoop whoop and so yeah, whoop, this is whoop. that's probably one of the most um significant awards that anybody's received for the movies we've watched
1: pretty um, woman did they did julia roberts
0: well nobody's i don't know that Nobody anyone's like one yeah like a, one of the major like top four awards mm-hmm. um we didn't watch last year's best picture i don't know what this movie didn't win like overall awards like that, but to win, um, well, best supporting actor, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Supporting
1: actress. Yeah. Yeah. Which is still really impressive. She won all those awards.
0: Like, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, it was, it's definitely, it's definitely used for comic relief to kind of break up the tone of the movie and whether how well all of that, like those shifts in tone hold up, you know, might vary person to person. Whoopi's performance was incredible, but some mm-hmm. of the like tone, of those scenes was a little, uh, broad for my taste, but that's yeah. fine. Um, you know, yeah. everyone knows how much I hate comedy, so.
1: Right. Hate it slapstick uh, comedy yeah. anyway. Um, so as far as this movie goes, would you recommend it to a person in the mall?
0: Uh, you betcha, um, better <laughs> <dead or> alive. <laughs>
1: Calling all ghosts. Go see yeah. it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ghosts should definitely see it. Um, it's a movie for them, by them, with them and, um, living people. Uh, formerly known as Derek, could also see it. So uh, there's, I don't really need any caveats for the recommendation this week. I don't, that's basically what we alluded to with the the box office thing. Like apparently everyone recommended this to everyone else and mm-hmm. everyone went and Liked saw it. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and kept recommending it until, you know, the next year. So just like Paranormal activity. Sure. Yeah um different different tone but similar genre <laughs> um, uh, Ashley
1: uh yeah I would definitely recommend it a yeah. little long little laggy for like 20-30 okay. minutes of it but overall I, I really enjoyed this movie I thought it was great um yeah. dead Derek
2: he was a ghost the whole time Rewatch. oh okay. okay
1: okay all right
2: yeah. He wasn't actually a ghost. The
0: whole <laughs> fucking time Cryptic. Old. Yeah, <laughs> <Huh. And> confusing. <laughs>
1: would you? Oh, Derek's ghost is out. Um, I don't know. He's coming back. So I Ooh, guess. Oh, I'm would... back.
2: Would Hello.
1: you? Would you recommend it?
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you sound like an Italian ghost
2: yes so give is. me some spaghetti I would it recommend Mario. it
1: um okay so on a scale of one to 90 how 90s is ghosts so we look at music which is not even placed in the 90s um wardrobe mm. actors 90s tropes
0: this is another tough one man um actors for sure um I mean Swayze is this is his peak um I mean between this and then point break coming the next year, he's dirty dancing, you know, maybe, uh, put him on the map, but he's riding, riding really high. Um, so I think it gets credit for that and for Demi, um, and for Whoopi. Um, so just like, that's a pretty, pretty perfect score in the acting de- department and
1: Whoopi Goldberg's outfits were awesome.
0: Yeah. 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 She did have some cool, cool style. Um, I don't know. It, answer. It, what are our tops? Like, what's what's the highest Teenage,
1: score? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is 89 out of 90. House Party is Damn. 84 out of 90. Ooh. And Pretty Woman's at 81. Wow. And Die Hard 2 somehow got to 80, but it's
2: fine. Yeah. I wasn't
0: there. <laughs>
1: I heard the discussion, but I was like, okay, whatever.
0: Yeah. We uh, almost bumped outside out, but I left it on the, the list for, for another week. So,
1: so we it bumped I'm, out today.
0: It's like an iconic... 90s movie. I mean, yeah. the only the only reason it doesn't get more credit for being nobody tried to copy it. That was part of the article that I was reading. You would expect a movie that like this that was so successful to either have sequels or knockoffs or um, start kind of like a new sub genre mm-hmm. of ghost romances. <laughs> but it was just kind of magic in a bottle. And they didn't uh, in a rare move for Hollywood. They didn't try to replicate (laughs) the success. So... But I still think it's like a definitive movie of the 90s. So it's got to be somewhere in the pretty woman at 81 to total recall at 77 out of 90 range, I would say. Uh Uh-oh. Side-out's getting getting knocked to the sand today.
1: I would even... I would put it higher than Die Hard. Oh,
0: I bet you would. (laughs) Since you're still holding a grudge. (laughs) Um, Well,
1: that and I don't, I guess when I think of Die Hard 2, I didn't think of it being, I didn't know when it came out. I don't know. Right. I haven't seen it. But I would, but I don't want to put it higher than Pretty Woman.
0: Yeah. The thing is Pretty Woman is, feels more iconic because it's almost, it's got more name recognition now. Um. But at the time, you know, Ghost was a bigger, bigger success. Um,
1: what about an eighty point five?
0: Yeah, still not um, side out, out.
1: That's fine. Well, yeah,
0: it's, it's not going to be. It's not going to be. Than it's going to be above
2: side out. Might be our first point,
0: like our decimal. Well, do we want to just bump Pretty Woman up to an eighty-two? Yeah. And Ghost to an eighty-one. How? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, okay. Do you have so, another idea, Derek?
2: I was just going to say, maybe we should ask our Instagram followers because they might be pissed. What? That <laughs> we're changing up our,
0: <laughs> our arbitrary numbers. Yeah. Um, no, I like kidding. that. that that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's for like sure. we have a lot of room here for, uh, as a, or, like, between uh, TMNT at 89 and House Party at, at 2. I mean, mm-hmm. something <laughs> is going to slip above that. I just, I, I, like I, know it I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, we got a couple, we got a couple biggies coming up. Some yep. bangers. Um, it's just, I like that we're rewarding house party. Cause it really, it seemed it was, like the one that was mm-hmm. the most like ahead of its time so far that we've watched. Yeah. Um, so. so
1: what from this movie? So with Ghost at 81 out of 90, which is sweet. Um, what do we want to include in the new release gift shop? So each we week are. we watch a movie and then thanks Derek, each week we watch a movie and then we take something from the movie or make something based off of the movie to sell in our gift shop. So we have the gizmo tape player with matching headband, which I still want. Back order. <laughs> yeah. I'm like waiting for it. Um we have electric race car track from that movie Days of Thunder, which I hated. Um, we have Red October bath bombs, which I also did not like, but I like the bath bombs. I smell really I mean you've got
0: a dozen of those, but you can't get your gizmo tape player, sorry.
1: Yeah. Um so what do we want to include? I have an idea, but I want to hear you guys' ideas first.
2: Uh, I think like it's pretty Derek obvious, one.
0: right?
1: What is it? Ghost Derek.
2: Oh, no. And I'm old clay. So a- oh, floppy piece of pottery.
1: I was going to call it a build a dick pottery kit.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> OK. I, That's
0: exactly that- what I was trying to get at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got it. I got it. Um, without getting too graphic. Are we talking like a neighbor's situation? Was that neighbors or neighbors, too? where they mold uh, their, their penises and sell them as like a, um, fundraising thing.
1: I don't, rem- I don't remember. I don't remember um, I'm Cause there's two you,
0: options. There's one you, you know, Jesus that is God. a, that is a hollow cylinder and there's one yeah, yeah. that's not hollow. If you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess yeah. we could have a his and hers.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. Wow. Dick our first kit. sex, our first sex toy. I Drew's mom. I hope you're enjoying place. this episode. Yeah. It's a PG. Listen, it's, fine. it's a PG 13. Um, and we have the same mom, by the way. Um, P- I, Drew and Ashley's mom <laughs> um, Drew's a- been lied to actually, Ashley, it's time mm-hmm. to <laughs> anyway, she's a ghost sister. Um, uh, it's a PG 13 movie, but it has inspired a, uh, adult only our first adults only, um, gift shop yep. item. So we're going to have to create a new back section. Goro will guard it. Um, oh yeah, with if a, like, you a wanna, if you if you're not over eighteen, you're not getting by Goro to buy the um, ghost the dick pottery
1: kit. Yeah, has a good ride. Sounds good, right? Build
2: a dick pottery kit. All <laughs> right.
1: So wow. now that pottery that's kit. been decided yeah. from Ghost, uh, what's now that next that's week? Been molded. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, th- th-
0: this is, <laughs> th- th- next week. Is not. Um, one of the biggest hits of the year, but it might be, I mean, you know, we did Ninja Turtles, but on just a very personal level, it might be the movie, one of the movies that I was most excited about when we picked this year in the first place. Um, And it's a movie that Ashley and I have a very um uh, memorable, cute, if I dare I say, story to share next week about yep. when we viewed it together um with too young to watch with our parents um Mm -hmm. so yeah let's let's hear the trailer The Jennings have just moved to the perfect little town.
2: Smell that air.
0: Perfect, except for one
2: pesty little problem. It's just a spider. Now experts are moving in. Over Klintock, infestation infestation. Neighbors are moving out. And the Jennings are just trying to stay calm. Yeah, chill out. Hollywood Pictures and <laughs> Emblem Entertainment oh, wow. present Jeff Daniels, John Goodman, yeah. Arachnophobia, a thru rated from PG-13. From it now is. I hear was... you. Check newspapers for showtime.
0: Yeah, it's like subliminal.
1: Dun, 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 dun.
0: It's not. Uh, it's not. It's ninety ninety five percent the okay. same, and it's Amblin Entertainment, and they are very ch- intentionally trying to evoke um, gremlins. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, Arachnophobia, arguably <laughs> the scariest spider film ever made. Um, but Eight-legged we'll,
1: freaks. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll discuss next week uh, how well it holds up as a thrill um Oh. Which is how, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to convince Jamie to watch it by emphasizing the comedy. So um, (laughs) are y'all excited for that? Yes. Hell yeah. All right. Well, if you out there in new release land are excited to see that and all the rest of the movies we're going to be talking about this year, you should subscribe to new release by searching new release on Spotify or Apple or anywhere else you get podcasts. Ashley, take it away.
1: That's a wrap i uh.